Hi, my name is Justin. I'm the developer of Per Rocket, an iOS space game with cats. And I listen to the One-Off Gaming Podcast. You can find a link to download my game at facebook.com slash purrocket. Hi, I'm Lucy James, and I listen to the One-Off Gaming Podcast. Hi, I'm Keith Allen, and I play Murphy on Z Nation, and I listen to One Up Gaming Podcast. Welcome to our podcast, we've got a lot to say about all the latest games you're gonna want to play. We'll tell you what's on Xbox, PS3, PC, and more. We'll chat about some random stuff to you rolling on the floor. This is One Up Gaming. Sit back and grab a drink. It's time to give a listen to what we have to think. And we're back. It's One Up Gaming. It's me, David. And this week, we've got Eddie. Yes, I'm back. Yay. It's wonderful. So, episode 213. Bloody hell. <laughs> you make it sound like we've done a lot of them. Damn. Are you still there, Eddie? You're going very quiet. Eddie. Hi, Eddie. Good disconnected. (laughs) Where were we? Uh, I just said we were in episode two hundred and thirteen. Ah, yes. That's far too many. Far too many, is it? Far too many. Oh, well. So, what have you been up to this week then? Anything new? Anything old? Anything played? Or just random rubbish? Uh, I see. I've been playing a lot of Destiny. The first one or the second one? Second one. Mm. And then what else? I have been playing some Warframe because that new update came out. Wanted to check it out. I played that a couple of years ago, and it was okay. Yeah, it's a bit rough. It's a, like it's a it is a it's a game. I'll say that it's a game. It's you know it's it's a nice it's nice to play, but I wouldn't want to play it for a very long time. It's not. It's not great. It's not, it's it's not great. It's not. But yeah, it's decent enough. Mm. Can't really complain. Um, if I could change anything about it, like they've already made it open world, but I would probably want it to be a little more like linear. Not really linear, more like just a little more straightforward. Because it is a little confusing when you don't know what to do. That's a little frustrating, but other than that, it's a decent, decent game. Hmm. 
So anything else, or is that basically it? Uh, I think that's basically. I did play um, South Park. The fractured but hole. Yes. Yeah. I played that very good. Would you say it was as good as the first one, or better or worse? Or it's good, you know. It's alright. It is basically a South Park game, so it's not worse than the first one. Well, I wouldn't say it's better because I've got the first one but I've never loaded it up seriously? yeah it's just sat on my Steam account and I've never downloaded it or played it hmm no shit <laughs> I thought you'd gone off again Ah, uh, but um that's all. That's all I've been playing. I haven't played much else. Right. So I guess it's up to me to say what games I've been playing then. Yeah. So what I, have you been playing? I guess the first one, I got sent a code for the to be in the early access for Sociable Soccer. Hmm. And it's good. You know, I don't think the online mods are there online just yet. They've just released it so you can play around, send feedback and things like that. But I've enjoyed my time playing that. I would say that there is a lot of technical issues with it. But, as I said, it is early access. So with a lot of those sort of games, they're launched nowhere near finished and then they just build on them as they go in. But the basics of a good solid game there it's fast, fluid, smooth the passing feels crisp the shooting sometimes is a little bit wayward but overall the basics of a game is there so hopefully they can build on it and continue doing things with that Uh, the next oh sorry it sounds like a decent game. It's it's only fifteen pound on early access. I'd recommend getting it for that sort of price. And I believe from what I've heard, don't take me on this. But they are going to have like they're gonna release an iOS version, an Android version, PC, Xbox One, PS4 and Switch, I believe. The consoles aren't coming out till early next year. But from what I can gather, the Android, the iOS and the PC will all play together so you'll be able to play with all the mobile players on the PC. And they're in talks, which Sony won't do it, but they're hoping to try and get like Switch to be able to be played with the Xbox One players and PS4 to play with the Switch players and that. But I think I think Nintendo would do that. I think Nintendo would do that, but I don't think uh, I don't think Sony will. Yeah, I mean, I can't remember what game it was, but there was one that came out a couple of weeks ago that I'm sure was PC, Xbox, and Switch multiplayer. You know, it was all those sort of consoles, but Sony still won't play ball. I think it was Minecraft. I can't remember. It was it was something that just came out not long ago. 
Yeah, I think it was. I think it was Minecraft. Or it was um. Shit, I think I think I honestly think it was Minecraft. I honestly do think it was Minecraft. But yeah, I mean, hopefully, if they can get that, then that'll get a lot more players together. Yeah. And as people know, with multiplayer games, if there's no one to play against, then the game's dead. Pretty much dead on arrival. Yeah. So hopefully, the more people together, it'll be, it'll get a lot more people involved. So that should be good. The next game that I've been playing, I had a quick go today. I'm going to get the name wrong, but it's Numantia. Alright. I'd never heard of this game. The front picture on the PSN, on the PlayStation, as you select it, shows like a, a bloodied man's face with a sword. So I just assumed like a Devil May Cry or something Dynasty Warriors, that type of thing where you just run around and hit things. But it's right. a very deep turn-based, tactical, grid-based strategy game. Mm. And I managed to get onto the second chapter and I thought, that's enough of my life. So I turned it off. Um, I think it was about... I can't remember now, about 20 minutes that I played. About 15, 16 minutes, something like that. And, do you know, it's... When it's something that you have absolutely no interest in. Yeah. And I played up to the second chapter and I thought, that'll do. I'll come back to it and have a, a bit more of a, a game on them. But, yeah, at the time, it was just... No, it was too complicated, too hard, and I couldn't work out half the button combinations and presses. And but it looked okay, nothing special, but it looked all right. Played all right. The next game that I got sent is a game called Bouncy Bob, and I'm almost ninety nine point nine percent sure this either started off as a mobile game. <laughs> Or it is a mobile game that they just ported to over to Steam. Right. It's basically... You're a bouncing ghosty thing. There's only one button. Like the space bar or whatever. You hold the button down... And an arrow comes above the character's head... And it goes from like left to right. So if you want to jump high to the right... You hold the space bar down... Until... It builds up power and goes to the right. And then you let go and it jumps up to the right. But there's like obstacles and characters. But you have no movement of the character. It's only the one button. So I can gather that's like a touchscreen mechanic. So you just press the screen. But yeah, it was very hard to work out what the hell was going on. Even though it's just got one button. You have to try and jump on monsters' heads and they're moving, so you're trying to gauge your jump, your angle and speed of the character moving towards you. And it was very... Not great. Let's just put it at that. Not great. Not great. It sounds... It sounds finicky. Yeah. Yeah. 
It sounds very finicky. Very, very finicky. But then again, that's what they want, isn't it? That's how they chose to build it for some reason. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. Which does which doesn't make a lot of sense, but okay. Eddie, can I just ask Eddie, if you got me on loudspeaker you... or something? Mm, no. Can you hear yourself? Yes. That is odd. What about now? Hello? No, that sounds better. Perfect. Right, moving on. The next game I had a quick go at was Pinball FX3 on the PS4. Oh. It looks nice, but I just... I don't know about you. I love real pinball. The real weightiness of the ball. The real table. The kinetic feeling of the bumpers. But when you actually get it on a console and you just tap in the trigger buttons, it loses a lot of its appeal to me. Yeah. So, technically speaking, it's probably the best pinball game I've ever played. But then again... And the last time I really got into a pinball game was probably on the Mega Drive. So that's saying something. Oh. Yeah, kind of. So the next game that I played, and this is a game that I actually really enjoyed, and it's Dead or Alive 5. Oh, really? Yeah. I love my fighting games, and I loved the Street Fighter 4, Street Fighter 5 sort of mechanics, the way they went back to, like, Street Fighter 2 sort of styling of the gameplay. I've never been a big fan of the SNK games. I've just found those, they're a little bit harder to pull the moves off, or they don't do exactly what you want them to do. And Dead or Alive, for me has a very similar play to the Virtua Fighter series and everyone knows Virtua Fighter 2 is probably my second favourite game of all time right. so to get anything near that sort of gameplay again because that Sega are not going to make another Virtua Fighter game and yeah it just looks amazing, it plays nice, fast, smooth but yeah Dead or Life 5, good game you can basically get the free-to-play, like, download it and play the arcade mode with, like, three or four characters. Or you can pay, like, 15, 20 pounds and download the full thing. So it's a, a good little game. Yeah, it's a decent price for the, for a game like Dead or Alive. Mm. Yeah, and it's got a couple of the Virtua Fighter characters in the game itself, so that's always a plus. Oh, yeah, most definitely. So the next game I will not be recommending. It was one of the worst games I've played in a very long time. And it was Mark McMorris Infinite Air. It's a skiing game. Right. And I don't know about you, Eddie, but for me, the pinnacle of like the snowboarding, the skiing, those sort of games was SSX on the yeah. PS2. Yeah, most definitely. When it most wasn't de- really... I wouldn't class it as a snowboarding game. It was more of a racing game. 
You just yeah, happen to yeah, be well. on a snowboard going down a track. For me, the snowboard and skiing games went to shit when it went full mountain, go where you want. It's like, no, you're a designer. You design a really good track for me to go down. Yeah, like, don't leave it up to me. That's actually a pet peeve of mine. When, like, they count on the community. Like, game, like designers like Bethesda actually kind of piss me off. Because I'm just like, you you built this game. Don't Don't count on your community to build the game for you. Don't wait for mods. Don't wait for the modding community to do your work for you. Make a playable game. That's your one job in life. That's it. I'm not saying it's a simple thing to do. I'm saying it's what you're supposed to do. But the moment you start, you start like waiting for people and waiting for others to do it for you. You you you've basically screwed up to a point where you can't. You're not. They're not going to look at you for a finished product anymore. Gamers aren't going to be like, oh yeah, it's a Bethesda game. It's like going to be perfect on launch. No. Everyone's like, oh, it's a Bethesda game. It's probably not going to work for like two or three weeks. Wait for mods. It's, like, it's not even wait for a patch. Wait for wait for an, for someone else to take time out of their day to fix this game. Yeah, Which, it's, it's getting bad. It's just, I don't understand how you can do that. Like, where's your pride? Let's, like, seriously, where is your pride in your work? Do you not? Do you not take pride in your work? Are you not like just a little bit ashamed of the fact that there are teenagers doing your work for you? When yeah, you have a team of like five hundred, four hundred people, and some of the best designers in the industry, and yet, I don't know, making making a fully fledged world is too much. If it's if if the project is too big, then Make it smaller. If it's too much for you to handle, make it smaller, add bits using DLC, but don't expect mods to make your game better. Don't wait for mods to make your game better, because that is... That just is a, is a very annoying thing. Yeah, I agree. And this was done with the... What I would call, like... A mobile sort of engine and it just it's literally one mountainside and it's got people put down like markers to sort of say that's the start of the run so it's like what you say the developers just made the mountain in unity dropped you on the side of the mountain and it said like you design your tracks that's ridiculous yeah so I mean, I'm not saying there isn't a crowd for that, because I'm pretty sure there is. Yeah. But that shouldn't be the only thing you do. No, I, I was should be very disappointed. Your game. Very disappointed. The game itself, the handling of the character feels very sluggish, and when you press the jump button, it doesn't jump very far and high. And I think they're going for a very realistic sort of game, and it wasn't for me. That's the thing, there is, like, I understand going for a, a more realistic feel when it comes to sports games, but if it's not there, it's not there. 
Mm. And you can't... I don't know. You, you can't force the game to be more realistic. And if you can't do, like, complete realism, then it just becomes kind of terrible. Because, like, a good game to look at for that is... Um, what's, that, what's that one that came out recently? The snowboarding game that came out recently. Um, Steep. Yes. That's a good game to look at for that type of example. Because, one, the game is not realistic. It tries to be, but it's, you know, it's not. But that's the thing. That's okay. It doesn't have to be realistic. It has the perfect amount of realism and like, like fake and like mm, fakery, for it to look and feel good to play. And that's the difference between the two games. One feels good to play, the other one does not. And yeah. it's a bit of a shame because you know they could, they know you know they could do better. Why they don't, I don't know. But like you know. It's, it's again one of those things of is the developer trying or are they not trying? You can't make them try. We can do is sit there and hope that they they're actually doing what they can. Yeah, I mean, as I say, I totally agree. I honestly feel a lot of these games don't need to be open world. They just should be. Like on the old SSX games, to me that's why the new SSX didn't play as well. It was it, mm. it was basically like a full open mountain that you went down instead of it being a tight, well designed track that you went down. Yeah. But moving on, another free to play game on the P PlayStation, the Marvel Heroes Omega. Oh yeah, yeah, I've played that. Yeah, it was, I guess, for free, it's a bloody good game. Oh, yeah, for free, for a free game, it is very good. Yeah. I wouldn't pay a dime for it, though. No, and I don't know how much it is to buy heroes. From what I remember, was it about seven quid per hero? Something like that. Something like that. And like, they say, you, nah. I think if you're starting the game, if you're just starting... They give you enough of their in-game credit for you to buy one character. Right. You know what I mean? Because like, looking at the, the game, I would only want to buy Iceman and Gambit. They're the only two that I would buy. Yeah, probably. Like, they have... I, I think my one pet peeve with that game was that um, it wasn't very good. <laughs> just the combat was not very good and like how they used the powers of the characters was not very good mm. so because like you had people like Squirrel Girl which I understand why she's there she's popular Who? I just yeah you see what I'm saying but <laughs> like it's just she's she's like you know her power she's kind of strong you know superhuman strength you can't be a hero without it but her power is literally she can talk to squirrels. She's like Aquaman, but for <laughs> squirrels. And you know, everyone's been taking a crap. Everyone's been taking the piss out of Aquaman for like I don't know a couple decades right now. And it's true because it's like Aquaman is not an impressive character. He's just not. 
he's powerful underwater, and that's a wonderful thing. But like people have been taking the piss out of him for 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 decades because he, because all he could do was talk to fish. That's what that's what people thought all he could do. All he could do was talk to fish. No one actually took him seriously until I think recently he had a full on fight with Superman and and whooped his ass. Then people were like, oh, Aquaman can actually do some shit. Aquaman can hold his own with the best of them. And like, I don't know. I think Squirrel Girl hasn't had that opportunity. I can't see her fighting anyone like the Hulk. <laughs> like, I think if she fought the Hulk, she'd just die. She'd just die. Like, if she fought anyone that had that has serious powers, you know what I mean? Not like, you know, not like a B-class villain. I mean, like, not like Purple Man. I mean, like, an actual serious power. Like, they can slap you and you're just dead. Like, I want to see her go against Abomination or something. I want to see her go against, like, an A-grade villain. And see how it goes, because her powers are kind of interesting. Because she can talk to squirrels, so she can have, like, a little squirrel army. That can be it. That can be kind of cool, if it's done right. But having her in the game, she's, like, she she's a character that is there purely for her popularity. Like, they're hoping people that like her will play the game because she's there. Because she has no... She has no actual, like... She isn't a character that's like, oh, man, she needs to be in here because, you know, without her, like, she she's she's a solid... She's a very, like, important character to the lore or some shit. No. She's just there because, for some reason, people like her. That's it. She's only there for her popularity, which is kind of... It's, it's, it's kind of sad when you see that. A character that's only in a game because they're popular with, like... 20 people and I still don't understand why she's popular to regardless but still I just you know Squirrel Girl it might be the fact though that for those 20 people because they've never seen you in anything else it's an instant sale to them probably I don't know I just don't see I don't see the appeal of the character at all I don't see what what about her makes people lose their mind she's she's a decent character like then that's a stretch <laughs> and that's being polite she's you know she's decent she has she has powers that can be interesting but would i but if i was like oh if you get if you asked me if uh like if i could pick five heroes to fight, like, if I was in a life or death situation and what five heroes would I want to come rescue me, she wouldn't even be in the top 20. She wouldn't even, even be in the top, top 100. Not even in the top 30. <laughs> not even. Not even. Like, I pick, I pick Howard the Duck before I pick her. That's not even a joke. I I'm would being love, 100% serious. I would love to have a new Howard the Duck movie made. Oh my god. Just take my money. Yeah. Take it all. <laughs> I say, while we're talking about Marvel, I saw the new Thor movie the other day. Oh, I've been Thor wanting to see that. Ragnarok. Ah, yes. And I'm not a massive Marvel superior sort of fan. I mm. don't get the comics or anything. I know Spider Man. I know X Men. You know, they're basically the big ones. I know them. That's basically it. Just because of the old cartoon series, not because of the comics. Yeah. And I will say, though, 
this movie is probably my all-time favourite Marvel movie I've seen ever. It's just so funny. Yeah, that's that's that that's one of the things that a lot of people have been saying. That is a very like you know comedic film. Mm. So I'll start rattling through some of the other games I've been playing. The first one I'm not really going to mention much about. It's not out yet. It's called Dead Exit. I I don't know where else it's available, but I got it for the Xbox One. It's a zombie apocalypse card battling game. You have to put three cards down to combine things to get better weapons and stuff. And I have no idea what I'm doing. I will have to play a lot more of it. That just sounds weird. Yes. Yes, it does. One game that I have put a good few hours in. And I don't know why I keep going. Because it doesn't play very well. It's called Earth Atlantis. I don't know if it's available elsewhere. But I got it for the Nintendo Switch. It's a side-on scrolling sort of shooter. But it's got the very similar art style to a Game Boy Advance. Not just the original Game Boy it's just black outlines and like a greeny, orangey, yellowy background. Right. And, I mean, it looks nice. It's very smooth. But it's... When I first saw the screenshots, I thought it was going to be like our type or that type of game. Going around the screen and just shooting the hell out of anything. But it turns out to be much more like a Echo the Dolphin type game. Where you have to go through caverns and caves and explore and find secrets and passageways. And I don't know if it's just me, but because it's all just black with no sort of colour and then the background's all one colour, I seem to get lost very easily. And it just, yeah. it all looks the same. But that might just be me, but... I don't know, I, I can't quite put my finger on it. It just doesn't have... Do you know when you, you're playing it and you think, I wish it was a little bit faster, I wish it was a little bit... Your turning circle was faster and the little things like that. that and then after a while you think, I can't be bothered. Yeah. But... I have got an email today saying that there was a big update patch for it. So I will... My switch powered down and I've got it on charge so I'll download the new update for it and see if it does in- increase things that I've found lacking in the game. Um, the next game is a very strange game but I had to request it just because of the name of the game. Firefighters Airport Fire Department. Okay. <laughs> Why? It's one of those sort of like sim, you know, like giant machines and all those sort of sim games. Where, yeah. technically speaking, it's broken, but the physics make it really fun to play. It's like one of them oh. sort of games, but I've only done the first day. And on the first day, you just jump into your firefighter car and random bins are on fire. You've got to run around and put the fires out. 
that's all I've done so far. But it's one of those games that's not very good, but still fun. So that might get a bit more fulfilling as the challenges open up more. Um, that actually sounds interesting. <laughs> it's rubbish. It, do you know the, the graphics? When you're, when it first loads up and it's saying what you have to do for the day and it welcomes you to the team, every single character looks identical. They all look like mannequins, got no faces. <laughs> <laughs> it is so funny to see but again, if it plays well I don't mind and it's only about £30 I think or £20, something like that it's not the most expensive thing ever but so the next few games I, when were you born Eddie? what day, uh, year were you born? 96 all these games I played were before you were born because I've started to do a feature on our YouTube channel about the Sega 32X. And I believe that came out 95, 96 at a time. So I'm just Jesus, going man. in alphabetical order of all the games. So, so far I've played 36 Greatest Holes, which is a Sega Sports golf game. And I will say, it's actually not bad. Very grainy and blurry to look at, but it plays quite nice. Then there was Afterburner Complete, which is basically taken from Afterburner 2. And you can tell that because on the title screen, it's got the number 2 in the background. And then it's just got like uh, the word complete below it. So it looks like it's just Afterburner 2, but they just added a bit to it. And... You've probably never played the Afterburner games, but to me, I just never got the understanding of the game. It's like, you have to control where your ship is on the screen, but you also have to control the crosshair to shoot. So, it... I would understand it if one analogue stick moved where you're shooting, and one analogue stick moved the plane. So you could actually aim and move. Twin sticks you are. Yeah. But, because it's all on one stick, if you are trying to shoot something at the bottom of the screen, your plane will go down to where you're trying to shoot and up. And and to me, it's it might be because I never really played Afterburner when I was a kid, but I just feel you don't have the control that you need for a fast-paced action shoot-em-up. It doesn't sound like it, no. Yeah. The next game that I played was BC Racers. Now, this is a game from Core that was before they got sold to IDOS and then got sold off to Square Enix and all the other bits and bobs. But this game uses a character called Chuck Rock, or from the game series Chuck Rock, and maybe even Chuck Rock Jr. But anyway, this is a like a kart racing game, similar to Mario Kart. It's got the very same Mario Kart perspective from the Super Nintendo. It uses what looks like Mode 7, but it's not. It just uses whatever mode that looks like that for the 32X. And people say this game's an abomination, but I actually played it for like 20 minutes and I really enjoyed it. (laughs) You know, 
it's not the best. The handling's all over the place, the graphics aren't great. But it's fun. It was just fun to play. I enjoyed it. Well, that's the thing. As long as the game is fun to play, then... Yeah, that's... Basically, all I've put everything down to... If the game doesn't grab me within the first 10-15 minutes, I'll just put it down and I can't be bothered. I hate all these games that you say, Oh, it starts getting good after 6 hours. I'm not going to wait for 6 hours for a game to get good. Yeah. I'm just not... It should have. It's either you're good from the get go, or you're just not good at all. You should have something fun and explosive in the first sort of half an hour. That's what I think what grabbed me about Saints Row Three. It was brilliant to start, and then it slowed back down to build. You know, whereas a lot of these games, it's just like the slow build, slow build, slow build, and I'm just like, no, I'm done. Yeah. So the last game that I've played is called Blackthorn and you probably won't know Eddie but a lot of people will. It plays very similar to Flashback or Alone was it Alone? Oh god I've completely blanked on the name Outworld maybe Outworld? Out of This World? Yeah Out of This World there's also a UK name, or was that the UK name? I, I get confused with all these different names for the same game. But it plays very similar to those sort of games, or even like a Prince of Persia. Like a side-on platformer, very slow. You have to jump up and grab and pull yourself up and shoot enemies that can hide in the scenery in the background. From what I can gather, this is a Blizzard game. And it was on the Super Nintendo, and it was a good Super Nintendo game. The people who ported it onto the 32X decided to completely change the graphics. So it looks more CG. So it's got like a kind of, you know, like the original Mortal Kombat sort of look. So they've tried to make it look a lot more realistic, and it just doesn't help the game. You know, the old sort of style looked a lot better, I thought. But so it's like what they what they did with Mortal Kombat, where it's like just the actors, basically. Yeah, they've just like made it chunkier, make it look a bit better, and. Mm. But yeah, it's I guess for a thirty two X game, it looks quite nice. But yeah, I'm not really got that far into it. It was a bit too slow. You know, it just the movement of the character and the turning and the jumping was just. It felt like half the speed of like the flashback sort of series, and it's yeah, I can just play those sort of games, and they're a lot better. So that is all I've been playing this last week, which is actually quite a lot. Quite a bit. I also played a bit of FIFA 17 as well. I was sat waiting, and I was playing it on my Xbox. I did not know I bought the actual CD. I thought I downloaded it but I don't know anyway so do you know of any news or anything we should talk about or do you reckon we should just cut this at about 40 minutes I can't remember any news but I can quickly check for some I mean the only thing that I know of would be the all the sexism and all the stuff that's been happening the last sort of week or two Oh, yes, with 
with, with Weinstein. Well, no, no. It's say other companies like the company that do the Nick Drake the Uncharted series. Really? Yeah, there was something that came out a couple of weeks ago about that, and then there was something else that came out about is it Neo Gaff? So oh there is God. bits and bobs starting to come out now, and I'm sorry, but I'm not educated enough to be talking about these sort of things. <laughs> I'll say this: um, it show it goes to show that that type of shit can happen anywhere. Yeah, it does, and it, it, it will. You saying like because for a lot of people. They they heard the whole Weinstein thing and everything else, and they thought, you know what, this is something that only happens in Hollywood. I don't really need to, you know, uh, I don't need to worry about it. I don't need to think about it. No, this is something that happens everywhere. Hmm. It's going to happen in any industry, in any place of work, to anybody. So I think this is like one of those things that it's just, it's a moment for people to have that. Ha- it's a moment for people to like think about it and be like, hey, maybe, just maybe, you know, I need to, th- I, I need to take a step back and ask myself, you know, is there anything that I've seen or I've heard or whatever that maybe needs a little more, you know, n- needs a little more attention, needs somebody to talk about? Yeah. If so, yeah. then you know, speak the fuck up. Like somebody has to. Shit. And if you're not gonna do it, you uh, sure as hell ain't sure as hell no one else is. But you know, again, it's just one of those things. Yeah, it's it's yeah. weird. So I guess we'll pull into the end of the show then. Uh, I will just like to say thank you so much for Virgin Media for sorting out my broadband so fast. I don't know if I've told you this, Eddie, or not, but I, when I first moved down a couple of months ago, about four months ago, I signed up to go with Talk Talk. Right. Just because on their website it had the broadband deal with the Sky Sports package. And I oh, thought, yeah. oh, I'll I'll get that, you know. So I subscribed to it. I paid for it. It got delivered. It all got set up and turned on. And I know because I used to work in broadband that sometimes it can take ten days for your speed to sort of like get sorted out and working and this that the other. So I waited a week. It's the broadband itself was still very slow. But one of my friends that I go see, hers is only about 2.7 meg. So I thought, oh, that's just the the lines around here. It's just really bad. And I then decided I'll try and get the Sky Sports working. It's one of those packages where you stream it, you know, like, so you're watching it through the online sort of server. Yeah. And... I went to say Sky Sports Premier League and it was just a black screen with no sound, no nothing. I had about 20 individual calls to their technical team and we got no further. 
Um, the first bill came, and I rang through. No, I rang through to before the first bill came, and I sort of said, "Look, I've not been able to watch any Sky Sports whatsoever, so I would like to have the ten pound credited on the account that, for a service that I could not watch." And because of all the calls I've made through to your department, I would like to have a goodwill gesture. And they agreed that they would put £25 on the account. But they said that they couldn't put that on the account until there was a bill generated. So I had to call back in two weeks' time. So, fair enough. So I called back in two weeks' time. The broadband still wasn't working. I told them what was agreed. And they said there was no notes of that, so I would not be getting any credit. So I hung up on him, pissed off. The next couple of days, I went through their terms and conditions on their website. And on the terms and conditions, it actually says that the streaming broadband service, which is what I was subscribed to, is only available if you're getting 5 meg or more in download speeds. So I called up again saying, look, I'd like this cancelled from my account and all the charges crediting back. Because I was only getting 2.7 meg. So it was impossible for me to actually get that service that they were selling me. And mm. another 10 hours on the phone with them over the next sort of like 3 4 weeks, or maybe even the next 2 months. Still no credit on the account, still no apology, still nothing. And then I decided I did not want to speak with them ever again. So I went on to the... Do you know the online chat where you can chat in the window? Yeah. I went on that and was talking to him there. <clears throat> First two or three people, not helpful at all. Then I got through to someone else who agreed that they would cancel the account and waive the early termination fee because of all the problems that I've been having. So I thought that, that's perfect. So then that night I signed up with Virgin Media. And a week later, I got a call off Talk Talk, one of the managers, and they were like, "Oh, I see you've got a a, a fault raised on the line. Has it been resolved yet?" And I was, well, it was supposed to be cancelled. We agreed it was cancelled, and the termination fee waived. And he was like, "No, there's nothing on the notes to say that." So I'm just like, "Do you know what? Just." Close the account down. I'll cancel my direct debit. You, you, you know, I'm not paying nothing. I'm just getting out of this. And then two days later, another manager called asking if the if the fault had been fixed. So I just hung up on him. So yeah, don't go with Talk Talk. They're an absolute joke. Oh shit! Like, I didn't. Uh, that's the thing. I usually, whenever people usually ask me, oh, should I go talk, talk, I'm usually just like, no. Because they're not, like, one, when, like, you don't really need to be with them to know they're a joke. Because they are the joke, they're the joke of the, they're the joke of the, of, of broadband, really. Of broadband yeah. providers. They're the joke provider. Like, none of their services are any good. Like they, most, most of or not all of the things that they offer you, you can get somewhere else for cheaper. So there's not really a reason for you to be with them in the first place. 
mean, as I say, and I again, only went with them because it was the broadband service with the Sky Sports full package for £28 a month. Whereas with me Virgin Media I've got at the minute, it's just broadband on its own. True. It's better than 2.7 meg. I've signed up to the 50 meg, so I get 50 meg downloads. So it's a hell of a lot faster. And I pay, I think it's £27 a month, just for the broadband alone. Right. But it's worth it, because it... It actually... For what I need to do... When I was uploading a 10-minute video, it took like two and a half hours... You know, whereas now a ten minute video takes like ten ten minutes if that. So it's just a, a lot easier, a lot faster for everything. But I guess that's enough of me mourning there. I will just sort of say thank you all for listening. It's been me, David, with Eddie. And please visit our website, oneupgaming.co.uk. I will start getting more reviews put up on the site now that I've actually got broadband. I've been without it for about two months now. Uh, please check out our Patreon site, which is patreon.com slash O-U-G. We have official merchandise at bluecyborg.com. Just search one Up Gaming. We have a music CD out on at Google Play, and I'm trying to think of other places like Spotify, things like that. Just search Games Inspired Music. And we've also got our first 100 podcasts out at audiobooksontape.com. And yeah, and with those, we will give percentages of the sales over to the Games Inspired Music CD. 20% of each sale goes to the Child's Play charity. And our podcasts... It's £9 and £1 will go to Diabetes UK. We're on Facebook, YouTube, just search 1UP Gaming, you'll find us. If you want to tweet us, it's at OUG Official. If you want to email us, it's contact at 1UPGaming.co.uk. And of course, the podcast itself, please subscribe to us, rate us, give five stars, that type of thing. And just find us on like iTunes or anywhere that does podcasts, really. And that is episode 213 in the bag. So thank you, Eddie, and I guess I'll probably see you next week. Next week it is. Alright, thank you. Goodbye. Goodbye, everybody. Hey guys, Justin here. I just wanted to say that I've been thinking about you. I've been thinking about you a lot. Yes, you in particular, in that way. And I wanted to say, I think you're great. I've always said that about you. And... I was wondering, if you think we're great, if you could give us a quick rating on iTunes, we'd really appreciate it. It would really, really help us out in that, you know, podcasty sort of way. And if you're feeling particularly festive, perhaps even a little saucy, maybe stop by our Patreon page at www.patreon.com O-U-G and see if you can't slip a few bucks our way. After all, every little penny or whatever space money they use in Europe helps out the show. Thanks for listening. OUG Gaming will always be free, but with your support, we can always move forward and always be better.